Hey there, I hope it's been another good week of summer for you all and that you find yourselves able to relax, rest, and take even a short break from whatever has been consuming your mind and heart lately. I know it can be challenging right now between being at home in this in-between phase and given everything going on in our world. But no, I'm praying for you all today, just as I've had others this week praying for me for similar reasons. And their prayers were definitely felt, so I hope you feel the same. Today's episode is a short, practical one that I did with a friend and speech-language pathologist named Adrian. In it, she references episode 20 of the Brave Marriage podcast, From Couplehood to Parenthood, as we hone in on one super practical takeaway for parents of young toddlers, as that's her main group of people that she serves. To learn more about her work, you can visit learnwithadrian.com. And even if you don't have kiddos at home, I believe the principle shared here is still applicable, especially if you're both working or just tired or needing a break or a reset or a little bit of alone time right now. All right, so here's my brief conversation with Adrian. I hope you enjoy. When you have a new baby, it can be challenging to juggle the new dynamics of parenthood with marriage. I want to share a resource that I love with you that will help you zoom out and take a look at your marriage and how it's grown and changed after having kids. I'm so excited to introduce you to my friend, Kenzie Bozinski. I've been listening to her podcast every week since the very first episode came out this summer. If you enjoy my teaching style, I think you're really going to love listening to her. Kenzie is a licensed marriage and family therapist a certified professional coach, and host of the Brave Marriage Podcast. Kenzie specializes in working with engaged and married couples. Her encouragement to couples in their first few years of marriage is to do proactive work on the front end so they can be intentional about building healthy habits and patterns now to create and sustain strong marriages. I highly recommend that people with toddlers go over and listen to your episode number 20 called From Couplehood to Parenthood. Kenzie, in that episode, you shared several really practical things that couples can do to transition well. You talked about blessing your spouse in the episode. Can you explain what you mean by that and how we can practically do that in our real lives? Sure. Thanks, Adrian. So the tip you're talking about is the one where I speak about scheduling me time for each other. So essentially blessing your spouse with time alone or time with friends. So of course it's important to schedule time together and to spend time together, but what couples don't often think about after they have children is making sure they're still getting their alone time. A lot of times parents are focusing on caring for their children and caring for the family and taking care of so many things that need to be done And if anything is going to go, it's going to be time by themselves. And so this is a really helpful way for couples not only to think about each other and say, hey, I really care about you. I love what you're doing for our family. And I just want to bless you with this time. And it's also a good way for um, parents to be able to spend time alone without having to feel guilty about it. Because if their spouse is gifting it, then they can say, oh, okay, this was truly a blessing for my spouse, and that can be really meaningful for couples. So what would that practically look like for couples? Yeah, so here are a few questions to ask as you're thinking about potentially doing this for your spouse. What did your spouse enjoy doing before you guys had children? 
So if they're introverted, did they really enjoy their alone time? Or if they're extroverted, did they really enjoy friend time? And thinking through that as you plan an hour or two for your spouse. The other consideration is your time. How much time do you guys have to devote to that during the week? How much time are you willing to spend watching the kids by yourself? And then also thinking budget-wise, really practically, like, is this an hour at a coffee shop or is this an hour at the spa? You know, just whatever works best for your situation and your family to consider those things. And so then all that's left to do is to either surprise your spouse if they would enjoy a surprise or to simply say, hey, babe, I really appreciate you. I really want to make this happen for you to bless you with some me time. And so you have this amount of time to do whatever you want. All that's left is for you to look at your calendar and see what works for you. And I'll be there to watch the kids. I love those examples and how tangible it is. And just the fact that you ask them, like, let's look at your calendar. Like that's all you have to do um, and find a good time for you is so helpful because I, I know that um, one year for Christmas, I was gifted a massage and I just was like putting it off and putting it off. But if someone would have said, Hey, like I have a massage, I want to give this to you as a gift. Um, I really appreciate you. What day works best? Let's just get it on the calendar. So you don't have to think about it. Like, I think that would be really helpful because I just procrastinated and then felt bad. Like, oh, I don't know, you know. So I think that's a great idea and very practical. Um, thank you so much for sharing your advice. And I think that people are going to love your podcast. You share all kinds of practical and tangible tips there, um, as well as really encouraging new perspectives and mindsets on marriage. And I think that it's really beneficial to start in those mindsets and patterns early on in marriage so that you can form really strong habits and a really strong connection with your spouse. Love is not about Love is not a bond Love is just as fragile